How's it going, guys? And welcome back to She Talk Sports. And I hope you all had a great new year. You know, I definitely did. And as you can probably tell by the change of background, I'm no longer in my my bedroom and in my closet and Amherst. And I finally made it out to Colorado Springs, which is where I'll be spending the next five months. It was a long trip out here. It took us four days because we drove, but it's a really great area from what I've seen so far. I've only been out here a few days, but it's beautifully sunny every single day, which I love. And um, there's a Chipotle and a Starbucks on every corner, so mom, don't worry, I won't starve, but yeah, it's it's awesome, I'm really excited, and I start work soon, so it's gonna be very different for sure, and very sad not being back in Amherst with all of my friends, but I'm excited to see all that the Springs has to offer, um, and although it is start of 2020, which is crazy, we're right at the beginning of the year, but I was thinking about like all these different events that are going on this year, and um, I thought that that'd be a great way to start start the year with this podcast episode and I want to go through each month and break down you know what kind of sporting events I'm excited for for that month so yeah I know it's kind of crazy to be thinking about the end of the month already but or not even the end of the month the end of the year but um there's a lot going on it's a a great a great start to the decade in terms of sports so you know kicking off January we have a brand new tennis event it is called the ATP Cup. It is a 24-team international event that is played across a 10-day period. Um, a country is eligible if they have three ATP-ranked players and two of which have to be in singles, and they are allowed up to five players per team. It takes place um, It's before the first Grand Slam of the year, so that's the Australian Open. So this was kind of designed to, to give athletes a new way to prepare for for that event so it's really exciting you know events like these in the past haven't really gone over too well so it'll be interesting to see how this one does but yeah I mean no better way to start off the year with a, a brand new event it'll be really exciting and be cool to see some some international teams play on top of that we have our college football national champions which will be crowned in New Orleans on uh, January 13th wow I couldn't even think about that for a second there yeah New Orleans January 13th that's where our our national champions are being uh, crowned and we have number three Clemson taking on number one LSU you know both teams went undefeated this entire season so whoever loses it's gonna be their first loss of the year but yeah if the Tigers were to win it it'd be their their first win since 2007 so you know they're really gonna go out there and play their heart out both teams well they've made it so exciting to watch college football this season so really exciting we've got that middle of the month don't forget it and we are going to be ending the month with the 24th winter x games in aspen colorado which actually is only a few hours from me um it's it's a really great event i loved watching the winter x games growing up it's just it's really cool to see some of these some of these tricks that are being pulled and it's a great opportunity to get to know some of the athletes that will potentially be competing in believe it or not the beijing winter olympics which is only two years away so yeah really really great opportunity to to see some faces and you know hopefully we'll have some of those athletes competing in just two years so that is how we're capping off january and into February, we have our Six Nations, which is an annual international rugby uh, union competition between England, France, Italy, Ireland, Scotland, and Wales. So uh, those are all the six highest ranking teams in Europe. And last year's winner were Wales. So, you know, they're going to be looking to defend their title this year. But, you know, rugby is one of those things that's not that it's not really popular here besides um, amongst like some colleges, you know, a lot of kids play rugby and that's kind of where I first, I first saw it my freshman year. I had a friend who played on a rugby team at, 
um, in college and I went to go watch and I had no idea what was going on. You know, all of a sudden there are people running and then there's someone being lifted and then there's all this stuff going on. So a little bit confusing and overwhelming at first, but there are tons of great YouTube videos if you want to check it out, just some on the basics of the game so you kind of understand what's going on. Uh, and yeah, definitely check out this this competition, the Six Nations. It's really exciting to watch and uh, obviously some of the best rugby teams in the world. So um, after that, of course, the 54th Super Bowl in Miami. You know, I don't have too much to say about this after the, the wild card game. You know, unfortunately, the Pats aren't going to be able to to repeat the win from last year. So, uh, again, don't have a whole lot to say. Pretty disappointed in that. I'm pretty sure all of New England is. So, yeah, moving on pretty fast. We have our uh, NBA All-Star Weekend in Chicago. Always really exciting. And then we have our Daytona 500 with our Denny Hamlin as the, the defending champ. So we'll be looking to see if he can repeat there. And pretty exciting for, for me. The Champions League will return in February with the first round of round of 16 so the first leg we had some really we have some really exciting draws Liverpool is going to be playing Atletico Madrid and uh, Real Madrid pulled Man City so those are two big matchups to watch for sure and you know Champions League football is really it's really exciting to watch and hopefully Liverpool will be able to defend the title from last year but yeah so that's really exciting I feel like we haven't had Champions League football in a while so um, and we finish out February with the track cycling worlds in Berlin. So a bunch of different stuff going on in February, still the beginning of the year, but tons of different sports. And that leads us to March. So March, we have Formula One returning in Melbourne. Um, we have Lewis Hamilton trying to match Michael Schumacher's uh, seven world titles. So he's got a lot to a lot to play for. Um, so Formula One's back in Melbourne and heart goes out to Australia with all the fires. It's absolutely terrible. I see and all that stuff. I feel like it's just not getting enough exposure. Uh, there's it, it's it's absolutely awful. But yeah, the heart goes out to Melbourne and to, to all of Australia where all of that stuff's going on. Um, after Formula One, we have the Cheltenham Festival in the UK, which is an annual jump horse racing event. So it's kind of like um, the steeplechase in track and field where people are running and they have to go over all these obstacles and stuff. And uh, horse jump racing is, is very similar to that. Obviously, they're just on a horse, though. So... That is a big deal, and uh, this event itself has over 4.5 million pounds in prize money, so it's it's a big one for, for these racers and these jockeys, and uh, also a very big one for everyone who likes betting on the horses, so um, got resting, but my great-uncle really, really loved uh, betting on the horses, so, you know, it's really a, a big deal, and um, it's it's exciting. I don't know a whole lot about horse racing, but I sure know everyone loves betting on it, so... After that, we have the we have Scotland and the Republic of Ireland. They will be playing for the final Euro 2020 places as the 16 teams are cut to to four in the playoffs. But yeah, it's it's crazy the way that soccer is kind of lined up. So whenever there's it, the Euros, it's so there's like World Cup and then it's Women's World Cup and then it's Euros and it's just like they're all one after another each year. So um, it's nice. We always have we always have football in the summer. So. That is going to go on. And then we have our World Indoor Athletics taking place in China. And that's going to be where uh, Olympic hopefuls will have their last chance to to qualify for Tokyo and to prep. And uh, that's a big deal for everyone who's competing in athletics and, and track. So, And then finally, you know, March is 
the start to the MLB season. So finally back underway and after last season with so many underdog stories and, you know, somehow Washington Nationals pulling out the the win, it's it's going to be an exciting season. Do I think they're going to have another repeat season? Definitely not. You know, last, I don't like to use the, the word fluke, but it kind of reminds me of a Leicester City story. You know, I, I don't know if they're going to be able to repeat this year. I'd love to see it, but yeah, it's... MLB season's back so you know it's a long season so who knows they could do it and I'd be really surprised and this would not age very well if they did but exciting exciting way to to end March which brings us to April and we start April with the ANA Inspiration which is the first LPGA major of the year and it's held in California so nice and nice and sunny and warm um and oddly enough it is the only one of the five major golf tournaments to not have a broadcast network exposure. Um, so that's kind of interesting that it's the one event that doesn't, but all four rounds are going to be played on the golf channel. So if you want to check it out, got to go to the golf channel for that. Who knows? Maybe one of these networks will pick it up uh, eventually, but that's how we start April. And then we follow that with actually the first men's golf major of the year. So that's in Augusta and that's obviously the masters. Um, and it's, the only major that's held in the same location so kind of uh, got some history to it and it's really it's a really warm place best or couldn't be a better place to play golf so uh, we'll follow the lpga with the masters and then we have another brand new event so the first ever vietnam grand prix will be taking place obviously in vietnam and it will be held in the country's capital on a temporary circuit which is kind of interesting Um, the circuit itself has a total of 23 turns and it's made up of like public roads. And then they purposely built sections for this race. And then those sections are obviously after the race is over, they're going to be opened up to the public. So the public will then be able to drive on them, but it's, it's a long race, 23 turns. And, um, it'll be interesting to see how, how that's received in, in Vietnam. So another brand new event. And then, uh, we have the 2020 NFL draft in Las Vegas. So um, we have the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals. I don't know what I was going to say right there. The Cincinnati Bengals, they have the uh, first number one overall pick, which is actually their first one since 2003. So, you know, a big deal for them. Hopefully they, they pick correctly for that. But one of my favorite uh, sporting events in April is the Boston Marathon. You know, it is held on Patriots day every single year. And it lined up with my school calendar when I was growing up that we never had, we never had school on Patriots day anyway, but that was when we had our April break. So it was the Monday of our, our week off. So it was just a big deal. And, um, the course goes right through my hometown. So it's all of the towns leading into the end is, is a big deal and everyone's celebrating and there's people along all 26.2 miles. And it was just a big deal. You know, marathon Monday is, I have so many fond memories of, of being in Framingham and Natick along the line and just seeing all these, these racers come through and passing out water and oranges and dancing along the music on the, on the sidewalk. But yeah, lots of great memories there. And, um, they also have the, the London marathon in April as well. So definitely, uh, definitely miss that. It's, it's a lot of fun. And all the kids who go to colleges along the, the route, they have a, a lot of fun, get a little rowdy on marathon Monday, but it's, it's fun. It's like a, it's a big deal to all of the towns in the area and just to Massachusetts in general, SEMA. So it's held on Patriots Day every day. Going into May, uh, it, May is always a big 
month for soccer. I was going to say a big year, but May isn't a year. Um, May is always a very, very big month for soccer. Um, it's a month of finals. You know, we have our men's and women's FA Cups. Uh, those finals are going to be taking place in Wembley. And then we have our Women's Champion League in Vienna and our Men's Champion League final in Istanbul. And then on top of this for finals, we also have the Scottish Cup, the Europa League, the EFL playoffs, uh, and the championship playoffs. Um, And the championship playoffs are what earn uh, the winner a place in the Premier League. So a lot to play for, for sure. Uh, Get a whole lot of money if you get promoted to to the Premier League. But yeah, we also have our EPL champion being being crowned in May you know I don't want to jinx it at all but Liverpool's pulling away right now so I'm hoping that it stays that way for the rest of the season it's you know we just had a a big win over Leicester over over Christmas break so hopefully we can keep up the momentum and we actually just surpassed the the 365 days since a since a loss in the Premier League so Liverpool's gone over 365 days without a loss in the Premier League which is an amazing stat but really exciting um after all of the soccer in May we have our Kentucky Derby um we have the F1 Grand Prix that is hosted in the Netherlands and then that is also followed by the Indy 500 and the Monaco GP will also be taking place so lots of racing and then uh, we finally have some hockey going on. We have our Men's Ice Hockey World Championships. Those are taking place in Switzerland. Uh, and after 2019's uh, championships, Canada was ranked one, followed by Russia and Finland. So we'll see if the Canadians can keep up their, their good form. And then we have our Skateboard World Cups, which are taking place in London. And that's going to be the last qualification event for these skaters uh for Tokyo for the Tokyo Olympics so after this event all of the the skaters the teams are going to be set and you'll know who's qualified and who hasn't so that's a big deal for them it's the last chance for anyone who's close enough that they could pull away and qualify for Tokyo for the first year that the sport's going to be introduced so that's uh, a big deal and we're ending the month of May with well I kind of forgot what month that was in but ending the month of May with uh, the second tennis grand slam of the year which is the French Open and after that we will be leading into the summer months so going into June like I said uh, soccer in the summer is is one consistency in my life and we have the Euro 2020 kicking off uh, that is hosted in hosted by 12 different cities uh, including Dublin, which is uh, a great city. Love there. Um, on top of that, more soccer in the summer. We have Copa America, which is taking place in Argentina and Colombia. So that's another opportunity. I know Copa America is never really taken as seriously and it's not really seen as that big of a deal. So um, really unfortunate there, but also taking place. And then we have, of course, the end of some, some season. So we have the Stanley Cup and NBA Finals taking place. Uh, and then we have lots of golf. We have three golf majors, including the U.S. Open, the Women's U.S. Open, and then the Women's PGA. Um, all of those are going to be played in the U.S., so lots of golf, lots of warm weather. And then we have three rugby union finals, um, including the Premiership, the Pro 14, and the Super Rugby. So all of those leagues are going to be playing for their trophies at the end of the season, so those champions will be crowned. And we will end the month of June with the Tour de France, which is, that's a a long one. I can't even imagine, like, I look at all these, like, I watched 
bits and pieces of the Tour de France. I wish I watched more, so I'm going to make that my goal for the summer. But these are these athletes are incredibly strong and they have incredible endurance. And I just my hat goes off to them. I feel like I can barely walk up a hill without you know being winded and like probably wheezing. So watching these athletes bike for miles and miles and miles, it's you know it's it's truly amazing. And the thing about biking too is and cycling itself, there's so much strategy behind it that people don't really realize. You know, these athletes are always thinking about movement and where they are and the pack, and there's so much that goes on and what they're, like, what's going on in their brain on top of the fact that they're literally cycling for miles. Like, there's just so much going on that, like, the cycling, I feel like, becomes secondary because they're just all in their head thinking about positioning and um, everything else that's going on. So that's the end of June. Which brings us to July, and of course, I am very, very biased. I'm so, so, so excited this year for the 32nd Olympic Games, which will be taking place in Tokyo, the Summer Olympics. I'm so excited to be able to to go and experience this this summer. It's an absolute dream come true for me. I have been talking about these Olympics for, for so long, and um, like I said in previous episodes, the Olympics mean so much to me, so it's, it's so amazing, and I'm so grateful for this opportunity, so it's... It's crazy and it's mind blowing. And whenever people bring it up to me, I always kind of forget how how amazing it is. So I'm I'm super excited, and uh, of course it's a it's a big deal, personally. But just in terms of size, there's going to be over eleven thousand athletes um, from over two hundred nations, and we have the most events ever. We have thirty three, not thirty three. We have thirty three sports and three hundred and thirty nine events taking place in Tokyo. So. Lots of different disciplines, and of course, excited for the for the new sports, for the surfing, skateboarding, sport climbing, karate, baseball, softball. It's it's awesome. I'm so excited, and Tokyo is amazing city to have these games, and it's so progressive, and you're gonna do such a beautiful job. So I'm really, really hoping that I get to to go to the opening ceremony because I know they're just gonna put on an amazing show. So no better city for this, but uh, that's where the world's attention is really gonna be this summer. There also are other events going on, um, such as Wimbledon, the British Grand Prix, um, the Golf Open, and then we have the Summer X Game in Minneapolis. But for the most part, the entire world's attention is going to be on Tokyo. It's the biggest international sporting event, and um, I just am so excited to be able to be there. And it'll be my first time in in Japan, and obviously it's going to be a long flight, but I I could not be more excited. And it's going to be a great host city, so... Believe it or not, that's July, um, and with the Olympics, we have our Paralympics, which will be taking place in August after the, the wrap-up of the Olympics, and then we have our U.S. Open in tennis, which is uh, in New York, so that'll be taking place as well. Pretty hot always, but... And then my favorite part of August is the return of football, specifically, obviously, the Premier League. Um, this is such a... I, uh, the summer is so hard because we have all this football that goes on so like the Copa America um the Euros and whatnot but you just miss the the league play and it seems like it's gone forever but um it's it's a really exciting time you know transfer windows there's so much news going on so hopefully Liverpool makes some good moves this this uh summer but yeah really excited I love the start of the Premier League I love the fresh clean slate and Hopefully Liverpool will be able to defend their title for this year. So uh, that is August. Not a whole lot going on then, minus, of course, the Paralympics and the Open. Which brings us to September, my birth month. Um, 
Uh, school is back in session, and we have the Ryder Cup taking place. We also have uh, Tour of Britain, and the grand final of the AFL will be taking place in Melbourne. So not a whole lot going on in September. I mean, obviously, those are three huge events. Um, but in terms of things that I'm super invested in, I'm not – there's not a ton in September for me. You know, I, I'm too focused on being back in school at that point anyway, especially because – this September is going to be my last first day of school, so it's kind of crazy that I only have one year left of college, especially with taking the semester off, so really got to make the most of it uh, when I head back to, to Amherst in September, so yeah, that is September, and then October, we have, of course, Champions League, but we have the, the group stages being played in October, um, so that is always a big deal. So you'll see those draws and everything. We also have the Super Leagues final um, taking place in, at Old Trafford, of course. And then we have the NFL, the NFL Grand Final of uh, the Rugby League taking place in Sydney's Cricket Ground. Cricket ground. They're taking place in Sydney's Cricket Ground. <laughs> um, so that is how we end October. Again, I feel like there's not a ton that goes on. And like those late summer, early fall months, maybe I'm just not paying attention because I'm so invested in like, like the getting back into school and everything. But I just feel like there's not a whole lot. And even when I was just like thinking of all the stuff that happens in the year, like it's really heavy in the first half. And then obviously in the summer, uh, especially with it being an Olympic year. But in general, I just feel like there wasn't a whole lot um, going on in September and October, even November sometimes. But uh, that is... October and speaking of November we have the Formula One in Abu Dhabi which of course return of racing uh and then we have the Melbourne and Breeders Cups which is horse racing we have really exciting the Women's Africa Cup of Nations unfortunately the hosts are yet to be confirmed but you know I think the increase in women's soccer is absolutely amazing especially international women's soccer I think this this past Women's World Cup has really just encourage so many women to be playing and it was a huge year for the sport and uh even just young girls playing it's I think participation has just skyrocketed especially when you have a team like the U.S. women's national team that just have all these great these great players and idols for these young girls playing soccer so especially in the U.S. soccer is definitely on the rise but nowhere near where it could be so having a tournament like the Women's Africa Cup of Nations is really exciting for how, for fans to be able to see that um, there's a whole lot going on in international women's soccer, and I think the future's bright in the sport, and I'm excited to see how, how this tournament goes. So, like I said, hosts are yet to be confirmed for that, but we'll see. I'm very excited, and we end November with the New York Marathon. So another marathon, not as close to my heart as the Boston Marathon, obviously, because I was going there every single year, and uh, watching runners, and I never really understood how how difficult it was to run a marathon until I was just literally running like a mile, and I was like dying. So I don't know how these people do it for twenty six point two miles, running like five minute miles. It's it's amazing, but I feel like as I get older, there are more and more people I know on like Facebook or even just social media posting about how they're running it, and it's just you know I I always said I wanted to run a marathon one day in my life, but it's some real dedication and I know a lot of people that do it and you know they're out training all the time and it's <laughs> I don't know if I have the mental strength to do it but it's it's amazing and um, definitely a whole lot of a lot of fun to watch so we end the year so 
crazy to be thinking about December already because it's started January, but we end the year with the 15th FINA, so the FINA uh, World Swimming Championships, also in Abu Dhabi, um, much like the Formula One race in November. And then we also have post-Christmas football, which is um, also, it's really, really exciting. It's really condensed, so there's so many games in such a short period of time. So I know this past Christmas, Rebecca Lowe, who is a, um, a reporter for for NBC on the Premier League, she was saying how she's absolutely exhausted after all the Christmas football because it's like 39 matches in like three days and, you know, they have such an early call time, but it's definitely a big deal and Boxing Day is huge. I know some of my friends were asking to hang out on Boxing Day and I was like, no, we can't. It's Boxing Day and everyone's like, what's that? And um, most people don't know, most people here in America don't know the history behind Boxing Day, but having a, a mother from England, of course I do, but now, obviously, the meaning of the holiday is different, but it's it's such a big day for football, and it's so exciting, and Liverpool had the late match, but I was still up, and I was watching all matches all day, and I that's one day I'm just like, I, I, I can't go out. I don't want to see anyone. This is, I will be glued to the couch today. It's That's my one day, whereas some people have, like, uh, Sunday, Sunday football day. I I got boxing day. That's my day, so yeah, that's that's always a big deal, and of course, in December, we have the Club World Cup, which Liverpool just won. So, you know, we got a, a new crest on, on our kits, which is exciting. But, yeah, the Club World Cup is played. It's kind of interesting. It's not really a, a widely talked about event, um, but basically the winner of, like, each continent. So, like, Liverpool won the Champions League. So they're the, the champions of Europe. So they all play the other countries who had their champions, not the other countries, the other continents, um, and their champions. And because the football in Europe is so at such a different level than some of these other continents, the winner of the Champions League typically ends up winning uh, the Club World Cup. So it'll be interesting to see who wins Champions League this year. So that'll be who plays in the Club World Cup for Europe. But that's how we finish the year, and uh, it's it's kind of crazy. And that's kind of how we wrap up 2020. So I feel so weird thinking about the end of the year, but I guess when you think about the year in a whole, just based off of these sporting events, it doesn't really seem that long. And even just recently, I feel like all the months and all the time have gone by so fast that it's just like it, a year sounds like it's so long, but it's really not. And uh, if you just think event to event, it's it's not that bad. But, you know, I'm not trying to wish away my time here in Colorado, and I'm definitely not wishing away my time in Tokyo. So it's it's going to be a long year. There's so much stuff going on. But definitely uh, a lot of different things to catch up on and a lot of new events. And hopefully you guys are going to be checking out a new event or, if anything, be watching some new sports in Tokyo. Maybe you guys see me there. Uh, my social media game is going to be amazing, hopefully if I have time. But yeah, it's it's kind of crazy that we're already into another year and another decade. So hope you guys are excited for the rest of the year and I hope you all had a lovely new year. Make sure you check out the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I would appreciate it if you rated it highly. Um, and make sure you follow the Instagram, Ashley Talk Sports Podcast. I have to hiccup right now. Okay, it's not going to happen. Um, Instagram, Ashley Talk Sports Podcast. I've been really bad on Instagram, and I even forgot to post that I posted my last episode, which came out before Christmas time. But I'm going to be better, I promise. Uh, and then make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel so, you know, 
while you listen to me, you can also see me and you can check out the new background. I think right now you can, oh yeah, you can see my bed. And if you're also watching, that's my bathroom and my, my lovely shower curtain. So yeah, make sure you check out the YouTube channel for that. And I will see you guys all in two weeks. So have a good week. I will see you. Have a good two weeks. I will see you guys soon. And thanks for watching. Peace.